Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the podcast, episode 560. If you were tuned in last week, that was episode 559. No shit. <laughs> I bet 561's coming next. Dude, I heard it was. You think so? We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Gee dang. I, I don't know math, but... I do know I'm having a lot of fun. That's right. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Working Class Bow Hunter. Please help us out. Share with your friends. Give us a like, a share, again a share, a subscribe, a, a comment. Review. A review would be good. A good review would be even better. Yeah. <laughs> Please be good. iTunes, give us a review. How much you like Doug's mustache? Spotify? Oh, that'd be nice. Should we, we do a giveaway? You want to do some new merch giveaway on a review? Fucking A, Billy and Ray. Okay. For all the new reviews we see... That say, give us the review, and at the end, um, say just say something about Doug's mustache at the end of your review. That's I'll how be, we'll know. Yeah, I'll be reading them, so it'll be nice. So we'll we'll just let it run a month. When we see the new reviews, we see something after the review about a mustache, we'll know it's an entry. Doug can read them and pick one. I like that. Oh. Doug can pick his best, favorite one. Best review. That's right. Oh, I like that. We okay. get a swag pack. Hey, something, speaking of giveaways, we didn't promote it on last week's episode, but we're doing a big trade show giveaway. Huge. So in the giveaway, we are giving away a lot of goodies. So <laughs> you, it's it's free to enter the giveaway. I, away seems very uh, repetitive at this moment in time. Come see us. Free to enter. And I'm looking and pulling up my list of all the shit we're giving away. Good shit. Uh, win free gear. We're giving away a Novix. Ready to hunt package. Oh, we're giving away an elite Omnia. Oh my! A big time food plot package. Holy shit! We're giving away a dialed archery site. Hey, you clicked <clears> on this. <throat> you could win a free Wayne. site after talking about it in this episode. Uh, we're giving away a trophy line saddle kit. <laughs> Grizzly Coolers is giving away a Grizzly Cooler drink package kit. Wow. Um, am I forgetting something? No. This is all going to one person. No, each one is a different winner. How nice. do I win? So you can win more than one prize. You could, unlikely, but there's more chances to win. Doug, you come to our booth. You say, I love your guys' show. How I love do I it. enter? I say, well, are you subscribed? And you go, 
No, I'm not actually. Well, let me show you how to get subscribed. Let me see your phone. We'll subscribe you up. Oh, look, oh, magically let me this browser entered. real quick. Yeah, okay, then what? Here, okay. Now you're subscribed. <laughs> see that? You're entered. Oh, oh, awesome. Bingo. Be, be about your way. All right. Have a good day. You don't even have to buy anything to enter the giveaway and pass that guy. It's you free. It's free, free, Doug. Holy shit! So. <laughs> We didn't promote that for the Indiana. Well, we did, but last week we didn't. But this coming weekend, we will be at the Iowa Event Center in Des Moines, Iowa, for the Iowa Deer Classic. Ooh, uh, Doug's um, probably going to get entered because he doesn't follow any of our stuff. Yeah, do you even know what we do here? I'm just trying to win some free shit, dude. <laughs> well, if you're going to be there, I'll teach you how to enter. All right. But you can enter at the Iowa Deer Classic to win some free goodies. A bow. Some food pot seeds, some drink packages, the trophy line saddle kit. A site. A site. That's food a lot of money. Seed. It is a lot of money. I don't know what the total value is. I think the... $400,000. It's fucking close, dude. It might be a little high. <laughs> it might be just a little high. <laughs> oh. The trophy oh, line kit that we're giving away is a $700 value Ooh. alone. See, that's close. So... Check us out. We'll be at the Iowa Deer Classic. I don't know our boot number. Just look around. You'll fucking see us. <laughs> you can't miss <laughs> Just it. Just look around. <laughs> we'll be there, dude. Move around. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. They supported us to do this on, on the interwebs. Uh, and the Omnia is uh, currently what we're shooting. Look at all them colors. It's a fast mm. son of a gun. Maybe uh, as a smoker. 347 feet per second. We're Woo. talking 32-inch axle-to-axle, 6-inch brace height. Peak weight's 40 to 70, 24.5 to 30-inch draw lengths. Mm. Where you at? It's going to be a smoker. I'm shooting 70-pound bow this year, boys That's and girls. son of a bitch. I'm trying to shoot shit and then hit the shit behind it. That's what we're going for. It's a good goal. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's me. Get out of my way. Get out of my damn way. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Trophy Line. We talked That's about right. them. We're giving away some Trophy Line stuff, and we're talking the Fanatic Saddle. You're going to win the new brown and color Fanatic Saddle from Trophy Line. There's if you a new color. And just how? Just think how good your butt looking that, mm. dude. I have the um, I have a black one, but the brown one's pretty sexy. It actually is a badass saddle. That I'm, buckle system on there brown. is bar none the best out there. <laughs> it's comfy, too. I yeah. sat in a saddle for, what, eight, nine hours this year, and I was good. I mean, Dude, that's a long set. The, 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 my feet are the thing that gets, I'm not used to that yet, mm-hmm. but uh, that might just be because I had the wrong boots on at the time. But that's a me you problem. better feet. Use code WCB. You get yourself one of the new Venatic saddles. They are the shit. Uh, giving away big time uh kit that it's a clover food plot kit i think four acres and we're giving away borderline with it we talked about borderline last week and we're talking this week too um i think borderline's an under underutilized uh seed um but the clover select foundation clover uh main buck event buck brunch it's all good stuff buck brunch are growing your truck man i'm telling you in the mm-hmm. back of your truck the deer will love you the deer will love you use cubby code wcb2023 at bigtime.com and we're talking loophole optics, but we're not talking optics. We're t- we're still talking about loophole in relation to your eyeballs, but we're talking performance eyewear mm. from loophole. Um, and Bridgers are slicker and shit. Is that the ones we both wear? Do we wear the same ones? Yes, sir. Yeah, like oh yeah, the Bridgers. That's the new one. A new pair. Uh, the Katmai. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's my favorite pair. Closeout. They got closeout stuff going on. on Get rid of them. Um, I just wear. I wear the all blacked out shadow gray ones. My favorite favorite glasses ever. They fit. I got a big square face. I like the gold lens. 
You do? You're you're a lens guy, dude. You got to stand out of the crowd, brother. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. I'll kind of get some replacement lenses. I've worn mine out, scratching them up. Yeah, I wear mine every day, dude. Every day, all day. You're farming them, even if the sun's not out. Even if the sun's not out, <laughs> block out the I just like looking cool. <laughs> I can't see shit. Out of this thing. I can't see shit out of this thing. <laughs> block out the haters, man. Um, and Old Barn Taxidermy, Old Barn Taxidermy Inc. Also G Two Forms. Um, you can have an Old Barn Taxidermy product at your local taxidermist if you're nowhere near Old Barn. Um, I just put in with Sam the order for my mountain lion mount today. Mm. So I decided on that, and I'm pretty excited for it, man. But Old Barn, uh, I really think one of the best in the game. The people behind the brand are Are for sure the best in the game. Mm. Um, Absolutely love everything you're doing. Fort Madison, Iowa, look up Old Barn Taxidermy. Tell them we said hello. Find me another taxidermist when you bring your deer over and like, hey, I need. can you do me a favor and take some pictures? And then Sam would take you out, butt crack out and all. In the cold and take pictures of you with your butt. Yeah, it's a good dude right there, dude. He's the man. They're like family. Old barn taxidermy. And Doug, you got a veteran shout out for us this week, my my dear friend. I do have one. This one's submitted by Matthew Brigadine, and the veteran is him. Uh, he's in the army. Says disabled vet broke broke my neck on an airborne jump. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Luckily, wasn't paralyzed. Uh, an infantry soldier at the 101st Airborne Air Assault Division. Ranger graduate, so that's impressive, uh, who is passionate about bow hunting whitetails in the state of New York, highly pressured areas, so he's getting in there. Hunts both private and public. Love your show. So uh, thanks for submitting that, Matthew, and yeah, thank you. You're not paralyzed. That's sketchy. Ooh, yeah. Thank you, sir. Cheers, man. Thank you for your service. Yeah, cheers, cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you. Clank, clank, clank. <laughs> All right, guys. Noises. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Scott Bakken back in studio from Dialed Archery. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. It is the podcast of the bow hunters of the working class of the working class bow hunter podcast. <laughs> probably shorten that intro again. We're episode five hundred and we're probably in the five sixties at this point. Something I would think catching up. Kurt Geyer here. Eric Hammond, Doug Schmidt, Austin Chandler, in the house, special guest, the Bakken, the Scott Bakken of Dialed Archery. What's up, buddy? Not much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for glad, coming. Glad to be here. I was, finally, finally made it. Yeah, after how many canceled? 17 years. This is probably the fourth reschedule. <laughs> yeah, about halfway down, I thought about turning around and just being like... <laughs> 
You just said fuck we it. We can't do fuck it. it. <laughs> we can't do I just, it. I don't know. Just, this drive isn't it's getting okay. any. It's okay. This we, drive isn't getting any better, and really, like, I feel like I'm just gonna walk into a room of disappointment. But you know what? You're a here. trailer. You're I here. made it. You're here. I made it. <laughs> That's right. And it, and it was it was worth the drive. Because uh, like honestly, like he pulled up and like, do we have a bathroom? Like, yes, we have a bathroom. I felt a you little have a roof. Yeah, we have a roof. Though. I don't want to say I was offended. We were you can say you're offended. It's we were offended 100%. I wasn't offended, but yeah, I was fine. like, wait, hold on. What did you think we had going on? That, I don't know. Because you were like, well, this place is actually nice. And I'm like. Well, I mean, <laughs> like my GPS, it's like you're here. And I'm like in this little. Bitch town? You shit, ho- shit hole town. It's not a shit hole. And it's like. We're proud of this damn town. It's, it's like all run down buildings. And then I like, I'm like, where is this place? And then there's the working class <laughs> bow hunter sign with blacked out windows and i'm like yeah this must be it <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound way worse than i feel like oh, no. i'm like well i guess worse. i guess we're here like probably wake up in the morning my truck will be on blocks with the wheels <laughs> off it but that's fine <laughs> but no this place that is awesome happen. this place is dope thanks that's man very cool backhanded compliment but i appreciate it we'll um, take it still com- it's, still com- it's still a compliment oh 100 we'll take what we can get at this point <laughs> well, everybody else on the internet hates us except well, Scott, for our thanks for coming thanks hey, I'm I, glad you I, showed I, up I appreciate the invite the multiple invites and, uh, and we're, we're glad you approve i'm i'm glad i uh i could finally make it down yeah, <laughs> well, this, thank this you. is great you know the way we like to kick off partnerships is really to have you on and this is a little delayed but we're here yeah, you know it happened. <laughs> so, dude, a lot has changed now. since the last time you've been on a podcast. And either some people, I think people that follow really closely are like, wait, hold on a second. Or people who just know, they're just like, oh, yeah, it's Scott from Dialed. Yeah. But um, I, going into it, like, you, we go way back with you. Yeah. You know, we've been good friends a long time. Uh, we've worked together with other brands. We've had a great relationship. And it, um, really, you got in and dialed as a new company on the scene and i think um from everything i've seen people are pumped about it yeah so i think first things first is kind of talk about what you can and how dialed kind of burst out of the the old womb are you getting an echo i am yep yeah are you getting an echo camera just a tiny little bit i wonder what that but is but if people don't know who you are tell us who you are <laughs> where you're from how you doing it so well I'm Scott. I'm Scott. Hey, Scott. I enjoy hey, long Scott. long walks on the beach. Beautiful sunsets. Uh, nice. No, I mean, to I mean, just to kind of like, like just backing up to like when we first met, and I do remember like the first podcast we ever recorded, which is probably I mean going back now. I mean that's you're probably talking like six yeah, years like or something like that. 15? It would have been twenty fifth summer of twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, something yep. like that. But. um so to go from there to like here, I mean, it's just awesome to like see this. I mean, this is like amazing, but yeah. So, I mean, backing up, like, um, I guess long story short, like my whole life has been in the archery industry. It's literally all I've ever done. Like, I don't have anything outside of this. Like, you know, I've never done anything that didn't involve archery. So you know, just progressing through the years, you know, my career just kind of advanced to, um, eventually working for, you know, a company where we got introduced. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then from there, um, you know, honestly dialed is basically, it's a bastard child of COVID. I mean, 
you know, having all that time and, you know, it was crazy times for everybody, but, you know, having all that time, like by yourself, like it just, you start thinking, right? Like, yeah. So what, what are things going to look like when all this bullshit ends? Like what, you know, what's next, whatever. And, um, you know, at that point in my life, like just personally, I was kind of just in a really like fucked up spot. Like I, I didn't really know what's like, where am I going to go from here? And so kind of behind the scenes, uh, my current um, business partners, Taylor and Jordan, we worked together and became really good friends. And, you know, a lot of it, we just like during that COVID time, we just talked and mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot. Cause I mean, what else? You can't see anybody. You can't do anything. Like, yeah, right. But, um, so we, we just kind of talked like all these what ifs and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I remember actually, I mean, going back to like some of the conversation we had tonight, like the last time I saw you guys was the last time I podcasted with you guys. And that was that night I stayed at your house and you and I talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember. And Which seems like yesterday. It was two but years ago. It was two years ago. But, two falls ago. Two hunting seasons but ago. It no, it was, like, no, it seems it was, like yesterday. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was the weekend of the garage party. Oh, no. Yeah. That's right. It was. Yeah. yeah. So it's going on two almost three, three years, I think, yeah. Yeah. actually. Yeah. And uh, no. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Two to three years. Something like that. But so long story short, I was just kind of the point in my life where, you know, I was ready for something new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the current job I was in, it was you know, good job, but just, I just, I, I needed more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just, ready for something new. Well, it, it just, I was in kind of like this, like dark, deep hole and I didn't see a way out of it. And it's like, honestly, it's to the point where I'm either going to drink myself to death or I got to f- fucking change something. Yeah. And then talking with my two current business partners at the time, talking to you, like just had all these like ideas and finally coming out of COVID I had a, another buddy of mine that I just kind of relied on to talk to. And he's like, well, what do you want to do your life? And I was like, fuck man, I have no clue. Like, but I, you know, it would be awesome. And I said, I'd really love to own my own archery company. And even like as a kid. So I got my start in the archery industry from my uncle who owned an archery company. And I grew up going to like the shows and actually like the very first year ATA was ATA. Mm-hmm. That was my first trade show. So like I've been going wow. to ATA since the very beginning. So I've only missed two ATAs, and that was this year and the year that COVID happened. And we missed oh, you. Oh, shit. We missed you. I doubt that. <laughs> probably, probably, probably a good thing I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you. Okay, Scott, just, but, um, just, just I accept it. I guess I didn't know that, though, like mm-hmm. the running. Like, that's how you I – didn't, I didn't know any of that. I don't yeah, think I did. So that's literally since I was, like, eight years old. Like, I started going to trade shows and all that stuff. So, but, um, so I was just like, you know, man, like, my my dream was to eventually like own my uncle's company like mm-hmm. that was my dream in my head yeah and then he ended up selling it to his right hand man who's like a brother to me so that was awesome like super happy that that happened um in my mind it's still like in the family but right it when that happened it kind of i was like okay like i want to do that can but you say what company it was pine ridge archery no shit yeah yeah that was my uncle's company damn wow yep Yep. So I now, didn't know that. Yeah. So now Brian, who is the new owner, he was my uncle's right hand man, like since the beginning. So that's that's how I got my start. But both my brother and I, actually, my brother's in the archery industry as well. Hmm. But um, that's what kind of lit like the entrepreneur like like goal, mm-hmm. you know. 
But well, since you were a kid, they kind of led you into this where you're at now. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because like thinking back, I mean, I'm almost 40 now, but you know, thinking back through like high school and college and everybody's like, I want to be an accountant. I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm like, I want to sell archery shit. Yeah. You know, and everybody's like, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, can you still hear through your headphones? We're doing kind of like we're experimenting with some like live switcher stuff as we're doing this. So um, I in my headphones, I have feedback, but I don't know if we do on the recording. So I'm, I'm good on mine. You're good? Yeah. Okay. All right. I run mine super hot, so I'm hearing shit that probably a lot of you guys aren't hearing. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to interrupt. I just don't want to fuck up a whole good recording. <laughs> you know, It probably won't be that good. So. <laughs> well, <in our laughs> well, you eyes. finally make it in the studio, so we got to make it good. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. But anyway, so... Uh, Fast forward, anyways, so, you know, we're coming on COVID and whatever, and uh, um, so all these conversations are, like, playing in the back of my head. You know, I got Taylor and Jordan, and, you know, they have their own, you know, media marketing company, which is very successful, but yet they were kind of looking for, you know, new challenges and stuff, and it was yeah. just kind of like, it kind of was just like this perfect storm that was just brewing behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And this buddy of mine, he's like, he's like, well, what are you waiting for? I'm like, well, dude, like owning your own business, like you gotta be smart. Like you need money. I don't have any of that. Right. Like, like, <laughs> you're kind of, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm just an average dude <laughs> that like hunts, you know? And he's <laughs> like, if you want it bad enough, you figure out a way. I'm like, all right. And so I was sitting there and I, I had this phone call with, with Taylor and I was like, dude, what do you think about starting an archery company? He's like, I think we should do it. I'm like, for real? And he's like, yep. And so uh, sold my house, cashed in all my 401ks, like literally just bailed, like fucking just took it's pretty awesome. 38 years of my life, bro. packed it into hey. a suitcase. Congrats. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm out, like deuces. Congrats. And then, uh, yeah, we started Dialed Archery. So That's pretty awesome, geez. dude. And you know the, the crazy thing is hey scott must be nice it's must be nice. <laughs> well I, I'll, many, I'll, hey, wait how many times have you heard that never, never not one never, not once not one yeah, no but and, you'll hear it in like five years I, well and that's the thing you, you know it's 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 funny but yet it's not funny yeah, you know yeah. but yeah, you really did it yeah like, but come back for a full well, circle and, like how, how long have we tried getting you on the podcast and how busy have you been very very I busy. mean, I have yeah. no life. Like, exactly. I have no life. But um, must be I nice. like. Must be nice. I like that though. Like, yeah. I like being challenged every day. I like and being that's, busy. That's, and like, I'll that's never Scott forget. Back into us, like, yeah. that's you. And like, I remember when I called my parents, and uh, I was like, "Hey, uh, I got some big news." And of course, they're like, "Who'd you knock up?" <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." Sounds no, like no. Doug's parents. Yeah, I was like, "No." Nah. I think we're good, but, um, <laughs> maybe I was like, so I'm quitting my job and I'm starting a company. And my mom's like, you're doing what? My dad's like, fuck yeah. Like <laughs> good yeah. for you. You know? And my mom's like, you're doing what? Like yeah. you realize like, it's probably going to fail. Like, you know, all this Just stuff. Worried. She's worried for it. You know, mom being mom, yeah. Yeah. you know, typical mom, like worrying and whatever. But yeah. So, I mean, we're coming up on two years ago, like that all like was going on. And so, uh, the three of us, you know, we come together, we're like, we're going to do this, but we have no clue what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. No clue. Like we know like all of our backgrounds, like we're just like hardcore hunters that like really, really good quality shit, like technical stuff. Like we like that, that type of gear. Right. Mm -hmm. So like 
honestly, we even threw out the idea of just like starting a t-shirt company. Like we had no clue. We why, just knew. Why, we, why not? Well, it's just, we, we, all we knew was we wanted an archery company. We wanted something in the archery space. So we started just brainstorming, like what's, what's going to be our first product? Like, is it going to be a, is it going to be a rest or release? Is it going to be something that's never been designed before? Like whatever. So we started this conversations and it's like, well, we need an engineer because none of us are engineers. Like we have two marketing whizzes <laughs> and a sales guy that barely graduated college. So didn't contact Doug, did you? <laughs> Uh, I did actually. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I did actually contact Doug. I was like, "Hey, you're an art engineer, aren't you?" And he's like, "Yeah, kind of." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, all right. Well, <laughs> like, what are you, you looking for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, so we uh, we get introduced to our our one. That's a really Doug, funny. Doug's out. Yeah, literally. But that, that was like the first person I thought of because it's like, all right, go through your Rolodex of contacts. Like, right. who do we know that are engineers? And I'm like, well, I know a bunch of engineers, but they're like, you know, like mechanical engineers, like big, well, that's big the thing. stuff. When you, when, you like, think yeah, of, yeah. when you think of something, you're like, okay, I know what I want, but I need someone to put that on paper what I want. So you got to think of it. Well, and, and it's, and it's yeah, like yeah. you have these ideas in your head, but then how do I communicate this to somebody that can put it into CAD, right? Right. And it's also like... To give credit to good engineers, and there's there's you know there's good and bad in every career field. Some engineers you can't relay information on like because they're idiots on, Let's be on, a, on a our brain level, right? To, and that's important. Like right. that's what makes a good engineer. Well, and, and it's it's and I will say no offense, Doug, but we have like two of the best engineers, like <laughs> yeah, ever because that hurt. They are <laughs> well. You know, to, to teach his own. For, yeah. for the record, Get we're, we're Get sitting better. here giving Doug shit. Doug, out of the working class crew, I mean, and I don't consider working class being like because you work a shitty job. It's your attitude, but Doug's the only one with like a legit degree that has like a really really good job. <laughs> and I mean, look what he's doing now. Well, <laughs> it, well, he works for the government. Also. We got a welder, an electrician. A farmer and a glorified combine mechanic is pretty much <laughs> yeah. on a freaking yeah. roster. You know? So somewhere in that recipe is like a multi multi million dollar idea. Like Fuck yeah, there somewhere in that recipe. Yeah. You just get for sure. You just gotta figure it out. But for sure. Um so yeah, anyways. So we uh hey. <laughs> okay, let's let the guy get it out. <laughs> we'll talk. But uh yeah, so anyway, so we developed the the, the core team. And then, uh, you know, we meet our first engineer, TJ uh, Eads, who he's been in the archery space, has done for some work for some other archery companies and stuff. And right from the get-go, it was like a natural fit. Mm -hmm. And it was actually, like, thinking back now, it was, like, very scary how fast everything was coming together. Like, this was supposed to just kind of be like a like a think tank. Like, yeah. you know, let's just see where this goes, mm -hmm. you know? And... I, I literally had like every intention of just like, like I, I was already out. Like I, at that point, I, you know, I had been in the archery industry for almost like 23 years, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was ready just to walk away, just leave it all and just go do whatever. Like, you know, I really didn't have a backup plan. It was just. Were you scared? I uh, terrified. Yeah, honest God, terrified. And but at the same time, you know, again, I was just kind of at the point where I'm like, since I was 13, I've worked. Like right. I was not that kid 
that really got to enjoy like spring breaks or summer breaks or any of that stuff because I always worked. Mm-hmm. Hey, and <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out. So um, I just I, I always I just I was scared, but at the same time I was like, you know, if this doesn't work, like I'll figure it out. Like I'm I'm getting older, but yet I'm young enough to where. But there's a thousand things you can fall back on. Well, like. Yeah, fuck. Like I'll go work at Quick Trip or something. You know what I mean? There's like I'm not mean, afraid yeah, to work. You know, like, you can always. You're always gonna make ends meet. I'll I'll know. figure it out. Yeah, so, for sure. But it was very obvious, like right out of the gates, that this team we were for, forming, like this was like meant to happen. And that sounds yeah. kind of like cliche and kind of like like dramatic, but that feeling was I've never felt that before. Like mm-hmm. through my throughout my entire career, like. That gives you that that next push. Well, it, it gave us like confidence, you right. know, like it, it just it confidence. felt like like okay, after all this time, this is like this is why we all met, right? right? This is why we all came together. So we meet TJ, we bring him on board, we start talking, and again, we still don't know what we're gonna do. Like we're spitballing all these ideas, yada yada yada, and um, given my previous employment. You know, actually, the last thing I wanted to do was a site, mm-hmm. and I just didn't have the stomach for it. Didn't really want to go down that path. But every time we talked, it always came back to like looking at the industry and all the site companies out there, which there are a lot of really good ones, and a lot of them, you know, they put out a really good product. But on the surface, they're very like cookie cutter mm-hmm. and. You know, they all operate the same thing. They all offer the same features, the same benefits, all this stuff. So it's just like every time we talked, it came back to like, well, if we did a site, we could do this. And again, like we're tapping into like all of our backgrounds, like all of our experiences. And so finally it was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, hell with it. Let's just see what we can come up with. And it was like two days later and it was like late TJ presented us with like an idea board of like some just designs that he had. And it was kind of, it was like the initial, like, what is this site going to look like? And he pulled all these images from like all different places, like all different industries, products, all the stuff. And we literally were just like, we like that look. We like that look. We like that look. We like that look. Like that looks cool. Like that'd be cool if you could do that, whatever. He's like, all right. He's like, I think, uh, I I got something I can work with or whatever. And then two weeks later, he sent us a CAD drawing and it was what is now currently the Arxos. Like really? Like that. Wow. And we are all just like, holy shit. That would have taken four weeks. And we're like, well, there's no way that works. You know, like you look, you look at the Arxos and, you know, it's got a lot of like proprietary features, like stuff that's never been done before. And the whole time we're like going through this, we're like, like, okay, we're thinking of this, but how is it that nobody else has ever done this? Like, we're not that smart. Kind of like, what's wrong with it? Yeah, right. like, well, and that's the thing. There's too, a like, reason why this has never been done yeah. before, right? It, it works good on paper, but can you make this into a physical product? Yeah, that's a scary exactly, thing. Yeah. That's exactly. A, that's the thing. So then TJ presents us with this drawing, and it's like, holy shit! Like that, it looks awesome. And then we start dialing into each part and all this stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes, you know, stuff that happened, but, and, and then, yeah, now this is where we're at. Like it came to fruition and we actually could build it. And then, 
you know, we launched, uh, it was like November 15th or 16th of 2021 was mm-hmm. like the official right in the middle of COVID. Uh, no, so this was like coming out of COVID just after. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the fall after COVID. And, um, you know, we timed it to launch like right when all the new bow companies are like launching their new bow and yep. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll never forget. I was sitting in my parents' basement cause I was homeless and, I had my computer on and I remember watching the website go live and being like, all right, it's, it's out. Like tall nothing. It's here we go. And the website looked awesome. Taylor designed the whole thing. I mean, everything was like on point. Mm-hmm. And then literally within like the first hour we had like a hundred orders. No kidding. Yeah. And champagne ready. And while well, I freaked out, I was, I texted Taylor. I'm like, dude, like somebody hacked our website. Like what's going on with this? He's like, no dude. He's like, these are legit orders. And I'm like, no fucking way. And then it just kept going. And Go like, next thing you know, it's like one month goes by, two months goes by, three months goes by and the order tally. And these are all just pre-orders, right? right. Like these are just people buying sites that aren't even made yet. And they've never seen them, never handled them. No, nothing. Nope. No, and so that was when we're like, holy, we have, we have holy shit, like we might be onto something here. And then we get into the springtime, and then that's when we actually started getting to like the manufacturing, like nuts and bolts. And this whole time, you know, we're all just like psyched. I mean, we are like excited, optimistic. Like, I mean, we're on cloud nine. Yep. And in that time frame. You know, that was when all the supply chain issues were happening and like all these companies were dealing with it and like all of us being in the industry, we heard it from everybody and we're just kind of like the fuck, like we're good, you know, <laughs> like I don't know what you guys are doing, but you it's know. like, yeah, you order a stack of aluminum and might get there in a week or three months. Yeah. I mean, you like life was good. And well, it's then, like aero companies weren't weren't able to get carbon. Nobody, and all sorts of nobody. Shit. I mean, and, I mean, we all know it was it was COVID. Everybody yeah, was everyone fun. here in this room has dealt with it. It's, it's it was either you got it in a in a week or six months. But I feel like a lot of did a lot of consumers understand that? Or, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and, and and so you know, looking back, like you know, when we when we decided to do dialed, um, we literally and and I remember Taylor and I talking about it like every day. We're like what would cause dial to fail? Like, what are we missing here? And, you know, most companies, like they always say like 999 companies out of a thousand fail, but it isn't because it was a bad product or bad ownership or whatever. It was bad timing. Mm -hmm. And we all, while we felt at that time, the industry was ready for a new site. Like it was ready to be shook up. Like, and it, and, you know, this is jumping way ahead, but I've always felt, again, growing up in the industry that, you know, if you look at the trend of the industry, it's all these private equity companies coming in, buying up like the yep. mom and pop shops, like yep. brands that we all grew up with, you know, and they were all started in the garage. Yep. So that was the trend. And we're like, the industry is ready for something new, something different. So timing couldn't be perfect, more perfect for us to start a new company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like money was cheap. So if we needed to borrow money and it, it didn't cost us anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you know, again, the timing of the industry was great, but as far as a sourcing time frame, it was the absolute worst time. But, you know, again, going into the springtime, 
everything was good. Like, you know, we were prototyping, like we were getting materials, like everything was just moving and, you know, it was developing and prog and progressing. It was flawless. I mean, it literally like, I mean, not knock on wood. Like we were like, this is so easy. You know, it was just smooth sailing. Yeah. And then we hit summertime and it was like dialed archery meet reality, like a brick fucking wall. Like you hit, you hit that low. All of a sudden we hit, the supply chain issues yep. mm-hmm. and at the worst time because we are already on the road going to events like promoting the product and even like i remember like the very first like total archer challenge we went to which is pennsylvania and we had such high expectations and i rolled in there with one site it's all i had the only parts that we could pull together was to make one site and it was garbage i mean like i still have my one of my bows has the OG version one dialed Arxos on it. Yeah, and I look at that. I'm like, I can't believe I ever showed anybody that site. I mean, it is compared to now, but at the time we're like, this is badass, right? right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right, right. But so then we go through all these supply chain issues through the summer, and the only way to combat those issues was with money. And again, we're funding this whole thing. Three guys out of your pocket. Yep our own pocket. Like, again, like I sold my house, cashed in all my 401ks, my savings account, all that. We just put it all into the company. And so, you know, like molds, for example, yep. couldn't get steel to make molds. So we paid more money, expedite the process, go overseas, whatever we have to do to get this shit going. And then we're running out of money and it's like, we haven't even. Well, yeah, because you got molds, and then all of a sudden you got to machine the molds. And then it's ten to twelve weeks to make the molds, and yeah. So, anyways, it's now we're rolling on top of the molds, on top of the molds. Yeah. So now we're going into June, and through this whole time frame, we're still getting orders, but we haven't shipped a single product. Oh, stressful, man, dude! I was literally like, I literally like saw my life just like ending. I'm like, I don't know, but like my biggest fear in life is like disappointing people like mm-hmm. it, like everybody has like fears of death fears of whatever like my fear is disappointing people and here we have thousands of people that we are going to disappoint and you you, i could not on you i could not like stomach that mm-hmm. but that's again going back to our team like the tenacity of our team is like none like i've ever seen so we just fought through it and now we're getting into august and we still don't have parts. And I remember Taylor and I, like, things were pretty hot. Like, we're like, what the fuck do we do? You <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. Taylor had to take a second mortgage on his house. You know, like, we are all in on this thing. And we very easily could have just given up, walked Gave away, up. Yep. yeah, whatever. But, you know, there was that little shining light. And, you know, all it took was, like, you know, a few people that had pre-ordered would email us and be like, Hey, we know you guys are just starting up just to let you know, like we got your back. Like we support you guys. Like, and it, that would just keep us trucking. That's like, very well, cool. That's, that's and awesome. That, and that's all. Then that's kind of the thing you need. Like, okay, you might get, might not get your site in six months, but this guy's like, Hey, no matter what happens, if I get in six months or eight months, I'm well, back. And that's, but also back on the contrary, a lot of people are fucking well you know what's crazy entitled a little you know what's crazy is going through that pre-order process there was more patience then than now oh really people waiting like eight months for a site 
they were like, I don't care if I don't get it till the fall. Like, just make it right. Like, don't yeah, yeah. don't release a product until it's right. And we we never planned on like if it was not a product that we would use, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna launch it. Yeah, that's but awful. like now it's like there's people where they place an order and if they don't see it in three days, they're like, "Where's my site?" You know, yeah. where there was people that went ten months. You know, but right. So, anyways, so we get into August and we're finally getting parts, and now reality sets in and it's like here's our hole we're at the bottom of it how the fuck do we get out of this do we and climb it's, ourselves out it's of three guys building sites and we have to build thousands of them <laughs> and oh, shit. yeah and we're still like we're learning on the fly like parts aren't fitting like i remember the first day we built sites uh we were in the shop for almost 16 hours and we built 10 sites Oh, just kind of learning the process and make, trying to figure it, it out. Stuff wasn't going together. Parts weren't fitting. Tolerance is oh, rough. All this stuff. So it was literally like the learning curve was very quick and very short. And then September hit. We found a rhythm. And then next thing you know, by October 1st, we're dug out of the hole. And then it's smooth sailing. That's pretty quick considering. It was. Considering what you. Dude, by. I mean, Taylor and I, it was funny. Like we we talk about it like all the time about, you know, that those August days when we'd be at the shop and it was like hot as shit in there, you know, tension was high, you know, we'd be yelling at each other and stuff. And it was like, how did we make it out of that? You yeah. know? And it's just, what you did, we did. And, did. you know, we're still, you know, we're going into year two, but now like where we sit compared to where we were those last four months, it's like, we look back on those days and we laugh. You laugh about yeah. it. You know, it's exactly. like, oh, dude, you almost like have to go through that stuff. Like, no matter with what you do, because if it if it was just like perfect and all that, you'd almost feel like like oh, the easy button, easy, yeah, easy. Yeah. button. If it's easy peasy, hey, us three right here wouldn't be here right now. Oh well, you can't like things are Second better in the fun. end if it sucks. Well, you, right? and I, I do think like you have to go through that suck. Like that's oh, a very important like phase in the business life cycle or like being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like I do not think like, I think anybody can be an entrepreneur. Like it's not that hard to start a business, right? It's, also like, to any, say, it's anybody, easy to say you're an entrepreneur, but well, but anybody can be, you know, anybody like can anybody be, can yeah. like, and like COVID proved it. Like, I mean, oh, you can start up a website for 20 bucks and, sell t-shirts, hats, whatever. Like, it's not that hard, but going through that suck, like testing your mental, like fortitude and like how dedicated are you and like how willing are you to like sacrifice everything and like go through those tough times. Like that lead, that, that literally sets the whole like framework for the company going forward. Oh, hundred percent. So, and like we're still dealing. I mean, every day, like we're still learning, we're still battling issues. You know, like that'll never end. Mm -hmm. But without those really, really tough times, we wouldn't be like the company that we are now. And like now, I mean, we're more. I mean, like dialed is not a one hit wonder. Like dialed is like we're here for the long game. Mm -hmm. So that's the long story of like how dial got to where we are today i love it i do but, love the build up and and as to kind of clarify oh you know let's save this conversation for the end i want to talk about like the relationship of wcb and dialed oh, like, yeah. but i want to talk i want to just focus on dial for now i was going to skip ahead a little bit but i want to wait this doesn't fit here 
what when you guys design the site, the Arxos, and I got it on the monitor. By the way, you guys' website is fucking amazing. Um, Killing it. Like, it just does. Slickered and by, by the way, congratulations on 100% the best-looking site ever designed in the game. <laughs> like, without a doubt, anybody can battle me on that. I'll fight you over it. It's the best-looking site there is. Yeah. Well, there's, and, there's no and question. That was, that was my one stipulation when we decided we were going to do a site. I said, we are I had not. an idea. Well, I mean, I had a <laughs> lot of ideas, but I said, we are not going to be another site company. Like, it is not going to be a cookie cutter site. Like, we are not going to look like anybody else. Like, it has got to be different, unique. It's sexy, dude. And, and we, we did not design Plato's the Arsos nice. for, like, the masses. It was a very niche market we went after. It was guys like us that like new, techie, like... We literally wanted to build this thing and have people look at us and be like, what the hell is that thing? And that, I, that's been the response, and that's the exact response that we've wanted. 100%. Like, it is not like, your average site. You okay. have to grab it and look at it. Like, you got to pick it up. Yep. Yeah. It Kudos almost doesn't look real. Marketing. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, you, I've been talking this whole time. I was just going to say kudos on the marketing, too, because for the last two years, that's, I mean, I've seen dialed everywhere. So you guys have done, you guys have knocked it out of the park. That's, that's all Taylor and Jordan. Yep. And, and that's, again, like when we all came together, like you look at the team and all of us have our saying it. Like, well, saying it, but we all have like our, like we're all good at different things. You have your role, your job yeah. and within and, it. You know, I'm a marketing major, but I'm marketing is not my thing. Like, but Taylor and Jordan, that's what they do. So it just again, like when you look back, like everybody came together for a reason. Like, there's a reason why we all have our specialties, and it all ended up in one spot. And that's, I mean, everything you see, like on the website, like social media, like the email blast, that is all those guys. I'm like, thinking it, man. It's all clean. I mean, it is, and. You know, when we designed the Arxos at that time, you know, that was when like Hoyt had just launched like their Picatinny mount. Matthews was coming out with the bridge lock system. And we literally wanted this, this site to look like when you mounted it to your bow, it was like all molded at one time. An extension of it. Like part of the bow. Everything. And like, if you look at our slogan, like our slogan, it's designed on purpose. Like every part of that site, there's a reason for it. And you know, again, there's a lot of really, really good sites out there, but when you look at them, you're like, there's a lot going on here. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, like they have their way of designing stuff, like whatever. But, you know, when we, when our site, we wanted it to be very functional, very like clean. And when you pick it up, it's not like, you know, what am I supposed to touch and what am I not supposed to touch? So on the Arxos, any exposed hardware that you see, you're meant to adjust it. If you're not meant to adjust it, we hit it. You don't need to mess with it. Don't worry about it. Badass. Out of sight, out of mind. But we also want it to be very recognizable. And again, that goes back to like that drawing board thing I was telling about that TJ presented us. That's how like the most dominant feature of the Arxos is the void dial. Like mm-hmm. so again when you from, see that site, you know it's a you know it's a dial site. And that was the that was the main objective of that void dial was recognize being able to recognize it right away yeah so like in the past when i'd go to archery sh- shoots like my right hand man at the time we used to pay they were actually drinking games but 
we would go to shoots and every time we saw a site, we'd be like, oh, hey, that's our site. Like, take a drink. And like we could dictate like that's a black hole, that's CBE, that's a spot hog, whatever, because yeah. we're in that game. Like we know those. Yeah, you you're, know, you're, paying, you know, you're looking closer. 99% of the people, like they don't remember what site they're shooting. No, like, absolutely not. They don't like they focus on the bow, the arrow, the broadhead, all that stuff. So, But when you see our site, you're like – there's that big donut hole like that's yeah. that's yeah. dialed you know yeah, yeah. but there's yeah, also functionality it. to it the, the big the big homer yeah what uh what what does your site have that makes it stand out from other sites like if you can just go through like some of the features like right off the rip someone goes to dialarchery.com like i'm gonna order me a dial now because scott sounds like he's a pretty man and i like working class bow hunter and i want to support what they're doing and he's like, beautiful like he's a beautiful man so what what like <laughs> what does your site offer and what can someone expect to do when they order a dialed so i mean that uh, the, at the end of the day like a site's a site right like yep. It's an aiming tool, but Mm -hmm. you know, with ours, it is different. And again, like I said, it was built on purpose and that purpose is to make you a better and more confident shooter. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I mean, obviously the, the most recognizable feature is the void dial system, right? So having that big hole in the center, easy branding, but because we made that oversized dial and it goes through the frame rather than being an external dial, now all the gears are internal. So mm-hmm. there's no exposed gears. So everything's protected. So like you don't have to worry about dust, dirt, sticks, anything getting caught up in your gears. It's all protected. But then because, it again, it goes through the center of the frame, now we can take your yardage tape, which is normally on the outside, and we could put it on the inside which for the Picatinny rails, the bridge lock systems, or just like quiver mounting issues, mm-hmm. now it's on the inside of your of your ride. That's what I, I chose the inside. I did too. Yep. Also, what ninety five percent of our sales have been inside. Like really, the only advantage to having your sight tape on the outside is that it does give you a little bit more meat to grab onto with mm. the dial because it it sticks out. But other than that, there's no. It should be on the inside. Yeah, but so that was that was like like the frame of the site and then moving forward, you know, one of my big things going to different archery shoots and stuff is, um, you know, your setup dictates like your yardage tape, right? Like, so even though we're all very like similar in stature, like same height, same, you know, wingspan, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. we all shoot different setups, right? Mm -hmm. So our yardage tapes are all different and all that stuff. But so I, I would go to all these shoots and I would see particularly like, you know, like people that shot really, really heavy arrows, which I shoot really heavy arrows or short draw lengths, low poundage, whatever you were handicapped, you know, like even though you physically and capability wise, you could shoot further. You couldn't You run on a tape. You, your site housing would, yep. you'd run out of clearance, right? Mm-hmm. Between your site housing and your fletching. Yep. So that's where we came up with the angled elevation rail. Mm-hmm. Never been done before. And that was that one Never. feature. It's like, why hasn't this been done before? Elevation rail is a spot that your housing moves up and down on exactly. like a frame, right? So so imagine if you had a dove a dovetail bar or a large rod <laughs> with <laughs> nice with, no. with with a scope housing attached to the end mm-hmm. and you had it fully extended all the way from your bow, right? And you shot it twenty yards and every shot you slowly moved that rod closer to the bow, you would see your arrows impacting higher. 
So the slow, the closer your scope housing gets to your riser, the higher your impact. So that's how you gain range, right? So how do we replicate mm. that with an adjustable mm. sight? You have to angle the rail, but there's a range where you don't angle it enough and you don't see any effect on range. But then there's also the, the opposite of that, where if you angle it too much, now you're getting kicked out of your scope and keep alignment your sight right so it doesn't work so trying to find that perfect angle so ours is roughly like it's it's at about a 20 degree angle so from the very top position to the bottom of the of the rail it's about three quarters of inch difference which makes a huge difference downrange, but it does oh, not affect your peeps, your peep alignment at all. Wow. So, the, the, so you, that's how we extend your range. So that's like part of our marketing is we can extend your range, which full disclosure, we don't promote that for hunting, but you know, with for fun. Well, or, you know, Target. just if you go to a lot of the archer shoots now, like 40 yards, which was like a long distance shot back in the day. That's a chip shot now. Yeah, like that's you, what you start at. If you go to like the mountain archery festivals or the total archery challenge or whatever, like most of those targets don't even start till ninety. Yeah, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah, like it's they insane. go they go to like one forty, and it's it's a bummer, you know. Like yeah, and because you know, like you can, I know I can like hit a target at hundred, but my my sight won't let me go that far. Well, yeah. now it will. So what are people who aren't shooting like a dial and they just have whatever and they're or they're handicapped or shoot like insanely heavy arrows and a short draw or whatever. What do they do at those sh- shoots? They just don't shoot them? No, to Kentucky windage it. Just, yeah. hope, <laughs> just the, hope for the pull, best. Pull and pray. <laughs> Wait, but do you feel Jesus, like that? Like Jesus, that, take the wheel. <laughs> like that could like verify like from you like shooting a verifier, clarif- you know. Like, doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make like. That's just magnification. Lens, lens yep. and everything. Doesn't make a difference. No. Doesn't make a difference. Because no. that's, that's like how you see it versus like what's physically there. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like if you see it here, but like now instead of going up and down, you're kind of moving it towards you. It's it, not. It might it's not. It a little it's, bit better. It's such a minimal like adjustment here versus out there. Right. So okay. like yep. by your face. Yep. Don't even notice it. Like you right. can crank that thing all the way to the top, all the way to the bottom. It doesn't matter. Like nope. it's the same, but down range, it makes huge, mm. you know, difference. So that's, those are the, I would say our two like pinnacle, like proprietary features. Yeah. And then, you know, you get into like the windage, we have micro macro windage, which everybody else has. Um, but then when you get into our scope housing, which we call a mag, we don't use the term housing. We call it a mag because mm-hmm. it's interchangeable. Mm. But if you look at the face of it, um, you know, again, it was kind of about like, how can we extend your range type of like idea and every other site. And it's been for decades. And I can remember going back to like when I was 14 working at archer shop, like, I mean, you're talking 20 something years. Every single site has had the level in the bottom, mm-hmm. every single site. And so when we started talking about like, okay, are we going to have a single pin? Like what's our first introductory like mag going to look like? We're like, well, what if we did a dual pin on a single post? And okay. Then it was like, well, what's that gap going to be? And so we started going through that argument and Taylor was actually the one who's like, well, what if we got rid of the level then we could drop that second pin down lower. So now you can cover more distance because really from like, from a hunting perspective, one pin, I mean, you can cover from 20 to 40 yards with one pin. Like right. if you know your setup, you know, your hold over your hold under whatever. 
So having a 20 and 35 is really not that efficient. Like it's kind of whatever, but the biggest advantage to having the level in the top is if you're shooting long distance, longer distance, and you're aiming and a lot of people don't pay attention to their level, which is a huge mistake. Like if you're not looking at your level, like you're, you're not shooting the best you can. But the problem is, is when you're on target and you look at your level, so it kind of goes back to like, like if anybody that's ever shot like handguns or shotguns or whatever, like you always aim with your eyes, not with your, with the sight, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so wherever your eyes look, that's where the gun would point. So when you're aiming and you look down to look at your level, where your hand's going to go down, down, right? Mm -hmm. So next thing you know, you're below the target and now you have to come up on the target, which is fighting gravity. So now you're wasting time, you're wasting energy, where when you put the level on the top, one, it's more in your peripheral vision. So you don't even have to like really look at the level. Like as you're looking at the target, you can see the level in your peripheral. But two, if you do take your eye off the target to look at the level, now you're looking up. So yeah. your hands will go up hmm. and now you're just going to float down on mm, the target. Which is more natural anyway. It's yeah. like you're not expending any energy. Makes sense. Mm, but makes then sense. it also gave us more retail space on the pin to drop our second pin down lower. So now for most people, we have like a 20 and a 50 gap. So now from 20 to 50, you're covering those ranges without even touching your dial. Mm-hmm. So in most hunting scenarios, you're covered. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Mind but then gone. if you did want to let's say like you know you max out at let's say you max out at 100 with your top pin and there's a target again a target at like 120 or something like that you still have your bottom pin to aim with mm. so you're not out of the game yeah, like you you're still you're still shooting any issues you can use that bottom one to right. get out there it's right cool. it's not everything and then now like with the introductory of our of our mag 3v which is a three pin on a single post you do get that 20 35 like 50 ish right yeah spread so mm. you do you do kind of cover all those ranges i think mine came out like on the dot on my envision was like 20 and 50 like on the dot that's what i mean well on, I set the on average yeah. on average that's about what it is unless you're shooting like insanely heavy or light arrow or yeah i mean it, it's it's different for everybody but i mean most most pounds. most that's what you guys pieces. are going after i'm shooting a 70 pound bow this year I didn't run with the big boys. Normally run sixty five. Now I don't know how big a difference let, it'll let make. Letting the big dog eat. Yeah, you know, I figured mm-hmm. it was time to, you know, let that right arm flex a little. <laughs> Found a new love for needles. Yeah, you know. You know <laughs> hey, me. Hey, hey. You know me, the pinnacle of fitness <laughs> and physique. It's your boy, Kurt. <laughs> You'll like it if you start shooting a heavier arrow. That poundage will come in handy. Yeah, yeah I think I want to. So Yeah. And and honestly, from like a drawing like actual like poundage felt from like 65 to 70 there's no difference yeah i i didn't think i'd really expect one but but no man i love i love the dial site we're proud of you i do too and it's exciting and not to mention you guys can, off to you guys the color Appreciate options it. you guys offer right off the rip is is damn impressive I mean, that alone is pretty so that rad. was the other that was the other big thing was um you know just again doing something totally different is offering the customization part so when you're on the website, you'll see you get four different frame color options. So you get black, which is, you know, just standard black. And then you get sage, earth, and then smoke. So regardless of what brand bow you're shooting or what color scheme they have, chances are we do have a frame that'll match the color. And again, it just goes back to like 
just that integrated making making everything look like it was made out of like one piece but then on the dial the void dial side you get 13 different colors so whatever color tickles your fancy we got it tickles your pickle black on black is just such a good look though it's sharp it's It's sharp sharp. there's really and like we get asked all the time like what's your favorite like color combo they're they're all good. They're, they are. They are. There is like, go wrong. Doug, you rock the you rock the purple. The dude. purple. Yeah. Purple nurple. The purple nurple. Yeah. So Doug's, made by Scott Bakken. I did make Doug with love. Ooh. I did make Doug's. Doug's bow this year. What are we calling it? Blue balls. I do like blue balls a lot. It's all just. It's a badass. Not blue. intentionally. But. <laughs> dude, hey, you'll have that. Hey. You'll have that. Yeah. The, the blue. The blue void dial would look good in that. Baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looks. Sick. Hey, I might know a guy that can hook you up with new. Oh, you do dial. Yeah. Oh, awesome. You figure that out, huh? <laughs> eBay. Yeah. Is that you said eBay. <laughs> Craigslist. Find it on there. Oh, right there. That's the combo right there. That is sweet. Black, black mm. on blue. No, dude. I think it's awesome. It, 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 it fits. It has its own look. You guys are kick ass, man. We're we're Killing proud it. to be a part of this. Yeah. Use code working class for free shipping. Like yep. that plug. Shameless a little bit, but, yep. I'll, but I'll take it. Um cool thing about it is like we have uh we had a business relationship and a friendship. You know, there is a difference and it was like a real friendship from the rip. And when you guys started dialed, like out of like respect legit, you didn't say shit to us. Like we knew about it, we kind of talked about it, but like it was just like, oh, he's killing it. That's great. Well, well dude, that- it, it was it was one of those things where, you know, again, when like we officially decided this is what we're going to do, and we actually developed the product before we even knew what we were going to call the company. Like, you know, we we tried to get our like our names and initials to work, but it just nothing worked. And <laughs> yeah. um, I was actually at a shoot, and. Uh, I kept hearing everybody's like, are you dialed? Are you dialed? Are you dialed in? Are you dialed in? And then it didn't really like click in my head, but I was just like, you know, geez, nobody ever says like they're sighted in anymore. Right. And then we get back and like Taylor's like, Hey, we got the name for the company. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, what's it called? And they're like dialed in archery. I'm like, no fucking shit. Like, well, (laughs) and then we, you know, we change it to dialed, but yeah, it just, you know, again, it's just, and even just like sitting here, it's just like looking like throughout the last, whatever, like two years, you know, again, going back to like our relationship, you know, which started mm-hmm. off as a business relationship that turned into like a, a, a friendship. friendship. But, you know, when we started this, we really, we did keep it very like high lipped because mm-hmm. we really, I mean, we just didn't know, you know, and like the last thing you want to you do is just like go and you know, like spreading the word, doing all this stuff and then not delivering. And then you just look like an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And so we did like, keep it very, very tight lipped. Like we, we told our families, we told, you know, people that we, we could, that could like help us, you know, develop and and stuff. And then I remember when you two were in the truck together and you called me, I don't forget where you're, you're heading to a trade show you're like, yeah, so what's dialed archery? <laughs> hey, guys, sorry to interrupt. Got to pay the bills. Hope you're having a good time. Hope you're having a good time and having a lot of fun out there. The podcast brought to you by Huntworth, huntworthgear.com. This week, we are talking the Saskatoon vest. It's a, it's heat boosted up, baby. So 
I like the vest because if it's not going to be like super, super cold, you can wear a hoodie under it and rock that vest over it. Hey, it's time to be a vest guy. <laughs> I'm, new right. the, I'm new to the vest. Yeah, I am too. It feels nice, right? I it always used nice. to make fun of people who wore vests except for Larry McCoy. I'd be like, what, your body's, what, your body's cold, but your arms are warm? It's a thing. Oh, is that what you're doing? Uh, I get it, though, for bow hunting. <laughs> As a bow hunter, it's the move. I've never worn one until this year. Uh-huh. You wear your jacket in, and then at the end of the hunt, you throw that vest on on the last hour. It's money. It is. Mm. It actually is the move. Um, I did that elk hunting, and I was like, man, I hated on vests for years, and I'm now I'm a vest man. I'm a vest guy. Vest sure. guy or gal. Or gal. Yeah, you can be a vest gal. Get in there. Yeah, get in there. You know, you got cold boobs. Now you don't. You got to heat <laughs> you got warm boobs. Saskatoon now. best from Hot World. Then you use code WCB15. Save yourself some money. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and it's even better if you get that baby in Tarnan because nobody, you just see your arms in your neck. Yeah. You're just a head floating around with arms. Hide your boobies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yep, yep. Yep, you're hiding. <laughs> Podcast also brought to you by NovixOutdoors.com. Novix tree stands made in America. Mm. Quick round table, full length sticks or mini sticks? Eric. Full. Full length, double step. Doug. Same. <laughs> Sorry. Austin. <laughs> I've got both, but my favorite is the mini double. You like the mini double? I do like the mini double. I'm I a lo- double guy. Yeah, but you got your legs are longer than shit. I can get up there with yeah. four mini. Yeah, that's true. I like them all. I got to go with like the traditional uh, single step climbing sticks. Yeah, but double like. Double's nice, but I just like the messing around the packability of the classic sticks. All right, but when you got the doubles in there, you're thankful you got them. Think about this too. Instead of sometimes when I want to get light, I won't bring the platform in, and I'll rock the doubles out of my saddle and just stand on the top step. Ooh, gangsters! Mm. Light. Okay. Whoa. Double full leg stick. Actually, okay. I'm <laughs> I'm a fan. You can use code WCB10 to save yourself some money at NovixOutdoors.com. Tell them we sent you. Should we make our Japanese spy balloon plug? I don't even know where if it, was. It Japanese or Chinese? I think you went with Japan the last time. Let's go with China. You this know time. what? Fuck them. It's not America. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Is that bad? No. No. They sent it over here. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Joe, Joe Biden had to calculate whether to shoot it down. It just took a minute. All right. We got it. Um, Victory Archery. We're talking about hunting arrows. Uh, we talked specific hunting arrows last week. This week we're talking spine calculator. You don't know what arrow to shoot or which one to shoot of whatever model. Go to the spine calculator. Type in the type of bow, your IBO speed, draw weight, point weight, insert weight, shaft length, all wrap weight, fletch weight, knock weight, bushing weight, all that stuff, and it'll give you a suggested spine. I don't know if any other arrow companies do that shit, but it's pretty awesome with Victory Archery That's impressive. to do that. So uh, think about Victory. I think they are they are the carbon arrow experts. Yeah, they are, oh, yeah. for sure. I even think they say that. What the heck? And spy point trail cameras, the Flex S is on its way with the uh, solar panel on top or just the Flex. I think uh, it's kind of it's it's the cell cam for boomers or boomers. Boomers. You're old. You can't figure shit out. Just hit the button. Put lithium batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Turn her on. You'll be fine. Check them out. Spypoint.com. And Doug, what are we talking next? Oh, got to get rid of that browser history. Revolving deals on CamelFire.com. Uh, right now, there's five hours left on these deals, and then new deals reload. Um, shit. Discounts vary. I've seen them 20 to 60-plus percent off. And, and and there's something different every day. They have theme days, mm-hmm. um, clothing to camping gear to really anything Rags, you want for hunting. Turkey decoys. 
Yeah, turkey decoys, calls, all sorts of stuff. Check them out, camelfire.com. And sorry for burning up your sweet podcast time. We're sorry. We love you. We love you. Thank you. We're going to let you get back to it. Just finish your beer and get back to it. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. Like nothing. And that's the thing. Like when you left to come to the room before, like you're, you kind of went off on your arm. Like let, let us let him do his thing. I like, did. I just and we I called you. Like hey, so. So what's next? He's like, I got something in the making, and we already we obviously already seen dialed because it was already out. Mm-hmm. I got something. I got something in the making. We kind of put two and two together, you know. But we didn't. I did. I I just. We did. We, it, we, it was we, respectful. It was well, respectful. it just you know we honestly, put two, we put two and two together, but we didn't put two and two together. You know, and it, not not to thing? like at the you know going back to like where I was like in my personal life, like I was so just like I said, I was ready just to say goodbye to the industry, right. and so when we when dialed was like brewing in the background, like yeah, I I left, I moved out to Wyoming, and I just. I just left. You're saying fuck it. I didn't tell anybody. You're saying fuck it. Well, remember we zero talk- zero goodbyes. I was just like I'm out, and I was out there for five months, and it was honestly the best thing I have ever done because it completely just like separated like all those feelings I was having and like everything I was going through, and then when I came back. I was like fully charged and ready. ready. Yeah. Hey, you need that. You need to hit that reset button. Scott, <laughs> yeah. you remember that? I talked to you when you were guided in Wyoming and I was hunting mule. I was getting ready to go hunt mule deer in Wyoming. Oh yeah. 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 So, and I was like, and you're like, yeah, dude, you're almost like, almost, I want to say you were, you were borderline free spirited hippie there for a I minute. was. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just getting away, man. Yeah, I was. Fuck everybody. I was. Like, <laughs> I like, didn't. Hey dude, kill it, man. I like it. I, I totally was. And, um, and then that's when you came home, we went to trade show and we're like, let's call Bakken. What's he been up to? Yeah. So it would have been, yeah. Cause I don't even know if we at that point talked about it. Cause I think you were just, we were just talking about life in general. Yeah. Cause yeah, we we're just talking about life shit because we we're. I think we we're both going through it a little bit. Like yeah. my dad had just passed like yep. earlier that year. You're going through this shit, so it would have been after the fall yep. into that sh- coming trade show. Trade season. Shows. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was. Yeah, it was probably like. Yeah, you're probably right. It was going into that trade show season, and I remember I was um, I was sitting at home and I saw your name pop up, pop up my phone. I'm like the fuck does he want <laughs> i haven't talked to him in, in a while i thought fuck i was done guy. with these idiots yeah, and, 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 and and at that time though that was when like people were finding out and i hate say i hate, it. I hate say to it. even say, say it, it but like say it. what really when we launched our valentine's video mm-hmm. that was like hey this is dialed and then that was like the announcement that like I was part of Dialed. Yeah. And that wasn't a very good way. To... Is that your ultimate? Your ultimate <laughs> what was your name on that uh, video? I'm, I can... not, I'm not saying. What was it? You can you can YouTube it. I will right now. <laughs> Just what was it? <laughs> but anyways, it served its purpose. And it served its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So then you guys hey, called me. It got me. you where you're at now, right? Yeah. Look at me now. 
But um, yeah, so then uh, you guys called, and then that was when like yeah, dialed is dialed's here, and that's that's me. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Us. I should say that's us. Scooter rocking, yeah. right? Yeah. Scooter rocking Hold right on. there. I just got bogging. Right. So my mom watched this video. And yeah, what'd she, she say? She literally called me. She's like, so is this what you gave your life up for? <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did you say yeah? What'd you say? What was your response? <laughs> yeah. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> Such a disappointment. Guessing you're here to talk about your archery needs. Let Uncle Scooter take you for a ride. I literally have never seen that part. Spice things up with the Arxos by Dialed Archery. See this angle right here? It'll help you go the distance. This void dial with the switch tape, it goes both ways, both inside and out. Oh, shit. You feel that? Rock hard American aluminum. A dialed archery's lifetime warranty. If you're looking to add a little cayenne pepper to your archery love life, show your arcsos a little love with dialed custom. Oh shit! Available in thirteen colors. Sixty sixty one. From all of us at Dialed Archery, we wish you a happy Valentine's Day, and Uncle Scooter will be seeing you down the road. How do you even get your legs like that? A bottle of whiskey, (laughs) (laughs) booze. That's awesome. Oh, Scott, that's kick-ass, dude. Old Scooter. Old Scooter. Yeah. When did Scooter make a comeback? I mean, I mean, it can't make that can't be his we only. We did. Uh, it can't be his only one, right? We did a Fourth uh, of July video. Oh, I saw that one. Um, didn't didn't make an appearance or what? It's, it's right there on the right, right here. Yeah. Oh, other oh, Scooter. This was when everybody everybody was giving us shit because they weren't getting their sights. Yeah, me. Oh, when you're out there making videos. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, one dude's like, I'd probably get my sight so- sooner if you guys weren't making videos. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. There's a trailer you thought we were in. <laughs> Jesus. I still have that fanny pack, too. Full of steel and sex you know, appeal. You to license that. Shut up, hippie. I came here for my bow sight. Whoa, 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 Scooter. They're shipping this month. How many ticks do you get? A lot. Easy, Scooter. This month is about freedom. And Scooter always gets what he wants. All things that are made well and American-made take time, Scooter. We're almost there. Well, what the hell am I supposed to do while I wait? I'm a pretty good actor. You're not yeah, bad. You're, really good. you're not bad. Yeah. You can light the shit out of firework, I can tell you that. It was hot as shit that day, too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you had to move over a chair. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a fan. <laughs> Love it. Are you eating a corn dog? No, listen. Oh, that's it. No, it was a popsicle. Oh, so can we, can we expect Scooter to make a comeback? He'll he'll make. Oh, here. <laughs> I thought you had a corn dog. <laughs> Which Scooter, would have been equally is, as is American. Scooter gonna make a comeback? He will eventually. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love it, man. We're proud of you. We're excited to be okay. a part of this. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, it's it's you know, again, just 
not to get all you know emotional but again it's just like being here now it just like it's just all part of it you know right and again it, like it makes sense not that anything we did before like didn't matter or anything but it it led us to like this point you know yeah, for sure and it's, 100%. You know, like all the conversations we had before, like all the stuff we wanted to do, like whatever. And it's like, now we can finally do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that was like the whole thing with dial, like, you know, with the Sarah coding and stuff, like all the customization and I mean, everything we're doing now, like that's just like the surface. Like we yeah, haven't yeah. even tapped into like what we want to do or what like we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So this is just the beginning. That's exciting. Awesome. That's a good. That's a good business. Because yeah. yeah. we we talked through. I scooters mean, got more. We can't. <laughs> scooters got more. We can't. Uh, we'll be careful with how we we what we say. But like, yeah, we just had a ton of ideas in the past and thing like what, things we wanted to explore. Mm -hmm. But I will we're, say too, like we were kind of limited before. I remember. Mm -hmm. I remember the phone call that I don't know when it was. Fairly recent. You're like you called me up. I was like cleaning the garage or something. You're like, hey man. I don't want to ask you, and I want to, you know, you were very respectful, but it was like, let's explore some ideas. Like, let's explore. And I'm looking forward to the future, man. That's I mean, I mean, that's two short. things. Like, if you could describe me, like, I'm an idea man, and I like to explore. So <laughs> the fact that that was in one sentence kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes yeah. sense. I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah. <laughs> it really could go anywhere. How do you feel about airplanes and midgets? Like, like well, <laughs> am I really... talking to Scott or am I talking to Scooter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this guy, one, it's one in the same. Airplanes <laughs> and midgets don't hate either. Let's not kid ourselves. I've, bro I've been on an airplane, never been on a midget. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. got a lot of weird in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, uh, it is exciting. And I mean, it's, you know, if I'm being honest, like it's, it's scary too, you know, cause you yeah. know, like I look at it, you know, like with our group, you know, like Jordan Taylor, I mean, they're young dudes. They got young families. Like I don't have a family or anything like, well, I, I mean, I don't have, like, I don't provide for anybody, yep, mm -hmm. but it's like, now it's like, I feel responsible. Like, yeah, yeah, even though we're all partners, like we're all in this together, but like, there's no, like failure is not an option, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So it's like, whatever we have to do, you're, let's do it, you know? Yeah. And your balls deep in it. I mean, there's no, there is no plan B from here, you know, like th this is it. And so when the opportunity came to like us finally partner up and like do all the things that we talked about. It's like, that's a no brainer, mm -hmm, you know? Yeah. And it kind of, again, like there's that synergy in the fact that like, you know, again, looking back to where, when we first met to like where you guys are now leaps and bounds. So yeah. like you guys, I mean, you guys know all the stuff that like you've gone through, which we're going through. And, you know, then again, here we are. So it's like, you combine that. I mean, that is like a driving force for, for sure. the future. So yeah. it's like me in the middle. No, that doesn't apply. Here. <laughs> that's a good song, though. Damn it! No, that's, 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 good that's song, song, but no, that's, good song. that's thought, not what I was thinking. About. <laughs> oh, okay. I, thought, I, thought, I thought we just beat the middle. Missed it by that much. No, <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we just beat the middle. I get shit. No, I, the I, I don't. I don't want to meet in the middle. I want to go above the middle. Yeah, we're oh. we're meeting at the top and then taking the top higher. Yeah, you can stay in the middle if you want. I, thought, I don't want to. I thought we'd be in the middle and go up. <laughs> There's a song that we could. 
We'll There's a out. song with a great analogy in there somewhere. You'll probably find like it. like what about like like Drake? Like we started from the bottom, now we're here. All that right. would have been better than meeting that in the middle. Better. Yeah, except we're still at the bottom, but we'll we'll get there. Hey, none of the other assholes came up with a song, so he just did. <laughs> Literally, just did in two seconds. <laughs> After I came up with the song, <laughs> Eric's delusional from that chippy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm doing a million times better than that fucking pepper. <laughs> you also drink like eight glasses of rum or whiskey right after you ate that chip, so that helps. Well, the pepper I ate drank fourteen beers, so yeah, well, you, you got you a ways to go then. What, what you think, whiskey or beer is a better? Were you drinking whiskey? Is that what you were drinking after the chip? No, no rum, rum. Oh, rum. Okay, rum. yeah, that was right. The sugar offset, all that sugar offset the spice yeah. of the hey, chip. We did find something out. Turns tonight. out <laughs> rum has no sugar in it. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're at dinner. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go like a month that like drinking beer. I'm just gonna drink some like white rum and like water, you know. And they're like, yeah, but dude, rum's loaded with sugar. I'm like, fuck, I think you are right. Like, I think that is right. Old rum used to be loaded with sugar. That's how they pile well, right, sugar. White yeah. rum isn't, but well, all rum now is no. distilled. So all Alexa rum now told has us. like zero sugar. In yeah, it. we're talking about it at the bar, and I'm like, hey, oh, Alexa, hey, bitch. What's up with that sugar in this rum? They're like, there ain't no sugar in that rum. I was like, damn, told you guys. Yeah, that was like, Tasty. like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Well, I always hear people say, oh, I can't drink rum because the sugar gives me a headache. Mm-hmm. When I was no. Well, maybe it's, it's like the, the nine glasses of rum that gave you a headache, or the rum with orange juice and it's, grenadine, and it's the coke all the cola other. you're yeah. mixing. Yeah. With. It's the coke that you're mixing with. Yeah, yeah. turns out it's the soda. The soda. <laughs> so, dude, anything else we got to throw in here? Got any big hunts coming up? You gonna have any time to hunt? No, I don't hunt anymore. No, you're all done with that. Everybody wants for a job now, in the industry until it's time to work no. in the industry. I, uh, you know, that was that was like the one, like going <laughs> going into last fall, we were all like, oh yeah, like we're gonna go on these trips, like we're gonna get t- content for dialed, all this stuff, and none of us did shit. Right yeah, up the window. <laughs> you didn't I hunted. I hunted three nights, and it was with a muzzleloader. Yeah, I, I could, literally, I think I, I shot my bow. Well, I shot my bow a lot, probably more than I have, uh, just for like testing and whatever. But, uh, I didn't sit in a tree stand a single time. I put out one trail camera. I hung two tree stands, which as I said, I never sat. Um, <laughs> so no, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I did, I did. I mean, just. Uh, I did put in for Wyoming elk tag this year. Just I'll be back out there guiding again. But man, I don't know. Right That's now, a it's sacrifice, man. It's right now. It's just it's all it's hey. all dialed. Yeah. yeah. So cut yourself seven days for an elk hunt if you draw. Thing is, is I mean, even seven days though. I mean, that's like that's the crazy. Like I have so much respect for like business owners, and because like there is no end, like. I mean, we're at the shop from sun up to sundown. There's no but off then switch. From sundown till whenever, that's when I get all the office shit done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you get a couple hours of sleep. But then I don't sleep because I wake up because I'm thinking about I got bills to pay tomorrow. I got this. Yeah. We got this. I got to remember this. So there is no off. So There's no off switch. It's really hard. As much as I would like, honestly, like being here, this is like the closest to having a vacation that I've. I've had in the last 18 months. <laughs> You're talking about your business. <laughs> and um, I mean, seriously, like my phone's been in my pocket the whole time, like whatever, but it's, 
I mean, that's just how it is, but it's like, you know, what what do they call it? It's a uh, labor of love, you know? So I like it, you know, like as much as I love hunting and all that stuff, like, you know, a couple years without hunting, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You you grind it out now and two or three years down the road, you'll be back doing what you And it's great. Like, you know, it sounds kind of fucked up, but I like living vicariously through like you guys, you know, or like people that are using our stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like we had a guy, um, he actually did the uh, launch video for um, Hoyt and he was on a bighorn sheep hunt in Canada and like watching all of that, like as much as I would love to do that, like that's a like bucket list hunt for me to be able to watch that. It was like, I'm satisfied. Like, mm-hmm. to, yeah. like to see somebody accomplish that with like our product. Yeah. Like that's, like that, okay. I, I can like go to bed happy that night for sure. Know? Like that's 100%. that's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So and that was like the big thing with Dialed Two is, you know, the industry is like given me so much over like my lifetime. So, you know, again, kind of going back to like one of my previous comments about like the the way the industry is going with, you know, there's not a lot of new companies popping up. Like not like there used to be, mm-hmm. and. You know, like you, it's been a long time. Like you walk the ATA floor and like all these companies that you grew up, like, like knowing, and then all of a sudden they're owned by this private equity company or mm-hmm. this private equity company. Like maybe someday dialed will be owned by a private equity company. I don't, I don't know, but it's not good. Like it's like, in my opinion, it's not good for the health of the industry. Mm-hmm. Like Agreed. it does not promote growth because it's all about dollars. Right. Yep. So you know, if, if dialed can do one thing, like, you know, whether we're here three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever our tenure is, if it can motivate like younger guys or younger people, men, women, doesn't matter to take the risk and like start a new company and pump new blood into the, into the industry, that's, what's going to like make it survive. You know, that's the lot, that is the future of hunting in general Mm -hmm. is the younger generation. Right. And, you know, again, not to bring up the, the evil COVID word, but if that was the one thing that we saw was participation was through the roof. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but now we're not seeing the retention. Like, are we higher than we were prior to COVID hundred percent, but we also lost a lot of participants. So you know, again, like if, if we can like encourage like anybody to like take that risk, like start a company, like whatever it is, like fucking do it. Cause the industry needs it for so, sure. Yeah. It's kind of scary when you see all that going on, but it is. And it, it's, it's not good. I mean, it's, you know, and again, like, I mean, you're talking, I mean, like big problems, you know, societal stuff, like tribal, you know, whatever, but it's not for the, for the health of the hunting industry. Like it's not good. Time, yeah. is, time is now. Yeah. So it's a good point. Something to think about. Mm-hmm. Out yeah, there. for sure. But also it's like, man, what do you, I mean, some of these companies, it's like they just get offered crazy, like life changing amount of money for some of these guys. It's like, fuck. I mean, Why honestly, not? I don't blame them one bit. You like, can't want, not can't one bit. Them. I mean, especially now, like, having gone through everything that we've gone through. And again, that's only the start of the struggle. Like, like we say all the time, like we think things are hard now, 
like 10 years from now when we're 10 times bigger, it just gets harder. I yeah. Mean, you know, having more employees, like problems get bigger, problems cost more money. Like it just gets harder. Yeah. So I get but, it. But man. problems like, make you learn. Like there is that time when you realize like, okay, it's time. Like I've grinded it out. I've sacrificed. Like it's time to walk away. Don't blame anybody one bit. Like you go, like you did your, your dues, like go enjoy life, you know, yep. take your wife on all those vacations, like yeah. go, go hunt wherever you wanted to hunt. Like <laughs> yeah. don't blame them one bit. But the, the problem with that is there's not anybody behind that, right? Like starting over, mm -hmm. you know, there's no new growth and yeah. that's the problem. It's not the selling out. Like that's just business life cycle. Yeah. Uh, like, this might sound bad, but it's almost kind of like the American dream in a way is like build something, make a ton of money off it, and then you can so, recycle and start something, yeah. and yep. something new. But well, and I mean, it, shit, like we're going down a rabbit hole right now. Yeah, but, this is deep. I mean, I can tell you like firsthand. I mean, that American dream, like it is a dream, you know, be your own boss, like start your yeah. own company, you know, but fuck man, like I just had to pay like our like quarterly taxes on Tuesday. There, that dream is bullshit, you know, and it's, it is. you yeah. know, like you bust your ass, like all the sleepless nights, like everything. And you finally see your bank account starting to like climb. And then just like that, it's yeah. fucking gone. Yeah. Stroke mm -hmm. of a pen, all gone. The sleepless nights away from family. Means nothing. I mean, means, means nothing. nothing. Taxes you know, are the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is like, I don't have a problem with taxes, but it's just like, it's it's just so much tax. Well, you're and, trying, and to you're the wrong to, people, you're, you're you know. Bet, like you're trying to better yourself, and then they just throw it in a fucking trash can. Yeah, yeah. And then me, all anyway. I'm saying, dude, if you had to go pay start your, your monthly income tax, everybody did down at the fucking courthouse or whatever. There'd be a goddamn revolt. Oh yeah. Well, 100%. I don't have an income, so I don't pay income tax. Well, but. the people know what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, imagine every week you saw, you see that number, and then you're like, oh, this is what you're going to have to pay at the end of the month on your check stub, and you had to go down and pay it. We'd be at a civil war, dude. With oh, the it's it's brutal, man. And, like, I, I've never had more empathy for, like like business owners, you know, like family businesses than I do yeah. now. Like I, I get it, man. Dude, I get you why know? all the rappers ever paid their taxes, dude. I'm like, I'm like, how's all these guys, all this money don't pay taxes. I'm like, yeah, man, I get it. <laughs> I <laughs> don't because most of them aren't even that good. <laughs> I know I'm being an asshole, but it's like Lil Wayne got popped for tax fraud back in the day. I'm like, damn, how does Lil Wayne get popped? Doesn't it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, do you blame, <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 do you blame him? <laughs> well, the, no. he didn't know what he probably didn't know what taxes were. No, fuck. But uh, but I don't blame him. He probably thought it was taxis. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already paid those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bought yeah. a bunch of those. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Income tax. I put it in. A, I put in a song. I wrote that shit off. Yeah, they just dropped me off. I, I wrote that shit off. <laughs> it's fucked up. And that was the other thing. Like. You know, that's always, like, the big joke of, like, working for yourself. It's like, oh, I'm going to buy something, and I'll just write it off. Write it like, off. Like, I'm going to buy this, and I'll just write it off. That's like, not how it works. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It's a write-off. What does it's that mean? It's a write-off. You still have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there's a science to that. Yeah. Well, dude, where can people find Dialed Archery? DialedArchery.com. I love it, though. How do you think Google of that? It. Easy. I, good, I didn't. It's, a, was, it's amazing. It is the name is so good. It's amazing that somebody else had yeah, had it. That's a good point. Yeah, and you know, you know, again, it's just you know, 
I think there's as much as there was like strategy. I mean, there was a lot of strategy. There was a lot of luck too, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that, that was part of it. But I mean, even from like Jordan, like coming up with our logo, you know, it's just, it's clean. It's just there again, everything's just, it, it's there for a reason. Yeah. You know? It's a damn good look, man. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you. We're proud of you. We're excited for the partnership and growing together and doing mm-hmm. cool shit together. Um, we're excited to bring some cool stuff in the future to WCB listeners and Dialed Archery it's consumers. Gonna awesome. oh, yeah. so, it's going to be awesome. Thanks for reaching out and letting us be a part of this. My pleasure. Glad glad you guys uh, gave us the opportunity and have faith in us. And of course. It's going uh, to be pretty rad. Cool. We're glad and, you still have faith in us. Anybody else? Thanks for coming. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Let's not wait three years for the next one. I know. I need to just like move closer. I was literally thinking about that on the way down. Hey, you can move into this building right here. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> you just, that was just it's, to pay to finish it. <laughs> well, <laughs> there lies the issue. It's a write off. Yeah, just write it off. Write off. That's a tax write off, right? It's minus twenty in Minnesota right now, so Ugh. I would pretty much. Hey, you can stay here as long as you want. I might. <laughs> I might. It's going to cost you a partnership, big partnership branding deal. Shit. Shit. But you can live here. Got him. Shift Got you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, what you got? Nothing, man. Thanks for coming down. It was awesome. Good to yeah. see you. Again. It's truly. I mean, it's awesome to see you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't believe it's been that long. But it's sad, yeah, it actually. Awesome. And this is your first time here, and that's even more sad. That's, cra- <laughs> I, that's like, crazy. And I'm not going to say I apologize for my comments walking in the door because they are justified, but. <laughs> Like I truly like I was we were I was just offended. like we were kind of offended by it. It's a it's they're um, backhanded, but we, but it's a good. I'm sorry for your sensitivity. You know, like grow up, Peter Pan. But <laughs> it was like Jeez. I mean, it was like sticker shock. Like I mean, it's this place is amazing. Thanks. Man. I mean, Thank and you. again to like it's it's so like I'm so happy and like proud of you guys because again, like going back yeah. from like our very first podcast, like. I, yeah. I remember that. Like, I don't remember shit. Like, I remember that very first podcast. And then to, like, see you guys here and, like, see how much you guys have grown. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, like, kudos to you guys. Like, I remember our conversation, like, the following week after that podcast came out. And I remember being like, hey, man, um, you know, you think we could maybe do, like, a sponsorship or something? You're like, yeah, I'll send you a couple, couple forms. Cool, sponsored. That's yeah. how it started. Yeah. Like, really? That was, like, the start of, like... But then, you know, the friendship started, too, and that's, like, the most important yeah. thing. But I'm glad... That I, I really I really think, like, the, uh, like, rubber meets the road moment was when you guys actually... You came to my Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was, like... Like, you guys probably didn't know it at the time, but that was a test. And... I remember when you guys showed up in your sweatpants and your hoodies. That very- Steve was the only one that had sweatpants on, for the record. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, let's be honest. Like, everyone was in like suit and ties and shit. We show up looking like fucking bums. Oh yeah, yeah. we are. I, I, I remember the 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 old timer that was manning the door for coats, and uh, he was my neighbor. He was not a hired person, but uh, he's a slave. I remember he being like, "Hey, do you know these guys?" I'm being like. Yeah, 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 they're they're cool. I mean, like you guys couldn't even like wear polos or anything. <laughs> like, we didn't we get a fucking fish. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What's a interview? polo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ruin that dude's Christmas. 
Hey, fuck Kurt that did, kid, man. Kurt, Kurt, no, did. Kurt ruined that guy. That kid's Christmas. That kid got a brand new snowmobile for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I ruined it. Everyone was all talking about it. Then you're like, hey, talk to him. I'm like, oh, he already got it. No, he didn't know he was getting it. I know. I thought about it the other day. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. But you know, I didn't ruin his Christmas. Yeah, fuck you that dude. It. He got a he got a brand yeah. new snowmobile. For brand I'm sure new, he was real that. sad. About Long story it. short, <laughs> it was a kid from the area that you guys were friends with or whatever. And He's probably listening. A shout out to him, dude. Yeah, it's good. I hope he still has that snowmobile. Or he's probably got a newer one. But um, <laughs> but we're all at the bar and everyone's like showing pictures of the snowmobile and talking to him, uh, talking to him on the phone. So I'm like, oh, he got it already because it's winter I figured he just that was his christmas gift i'm like damn dude rad snowmobile and like, they're no, like no 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 no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. and i'm like oh fuck. just ruins it i think like i think somebody actually like took the phone and would like slammed it no, in the bar and, i like, fucking gave it to somebody <laughs> oh yeah but then they were like oh no he was already at the dealership and saw his yeah, name he, on yeah, it yeah he picked so, it so i'm like he knew it i just yeah you ruined you're it you're fine hey yeah. you know what dude Fucking ruin my Christmas. And then you, and then you told him that Santa Claus wasn't real and the Easter Bunny was gay. That's what got him. Hey. Yeah, that that's the bad part. <laughs> <Don't> be, <laughs> that was bad that's part. that that was really I mean, that the was bad the part. Real issue, actually. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up, Doug. Damn, you're right. All right, now I feel a little embarrassed. Not about the snowmobile part. <laughs> well, you know, calling the Easter Bunny gay. It's a shame. Well, you just don't know. Whoops. Uh. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. You know what to do. Check out dialedarchery.com and go shoot your bow with a dial bar. We love you. Peace. Search for the one they call King, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.